Hey there, I'm Rachel Corbett and welcome to Small Change, the podcast that's all about the small changes you can make that'll make a big difference to your finances. Now, if you're looking to buy your own place, there is a whole heap of info and terms to get your head around. And one that you might have run into is pre-approval. And if you're not sure what that's all about, we have mortgage broker and founder of Women With Sense, Natasha Jansen's here to give us the lowdown on what pre-approvals are and the different types that you need to look out for. If you're in the market for a home, it is a good idea to go and get a pre-approval before you start shopping. You may have even been asked by real estate agents to show that you have a pre-approval before they will let you register for an auction. Pre-approvals are a great idea because they can give you confidence in knowing how much you can borrow, and this can prevent some really nasty surprises once you have signed on the dotted line and you're waiting for your home purchase to settle. But what most borrowers don't know and are often surprised by is that a pre-approval may not mean the same thing to you and I as it does to the banks. And in fact, there are different types of pre-approval that you can get. So today I'm going to talk you through the different types of pre-approval and which is the ideal one that you want to get. First of all, let's talk about the term pre-approval. This means that the bank has had a look at your finances and has given you some guidance as to how much you're able to borrow. So a typical pre-approval, the one that most of us tend to get, is what's known as like a system-generated pre-approval, whether you have applied for it online or gone into the branch. A pre-approval is simply a rough guide of how much you can borrow based on the information that you have supplied to the lender. Now, the catch with this is that you may have made some mistakes along the way or that some of your circumstances don't actually fit in with the lender's policy. An example might be that the type of property that you wish to buy is not the type that the lender likes. Perhaps you have declared your income but a lot of that is coming from commissions or bonuses, or perhaps even you were self-employed and the lender wasn't aware. These are just some examples of the surprises that can catch you out along the way after you have obtained a system-generated pre-approval. So to my mind, this type of pre-approval is very unreliable and is not worth the paper that it's printed on. Instead, what you want to do is go after what is known as a fully assessed pre-approval, or sometimes called a conditional loan approval. In this instance, not only do you declare information about your financial situation and about the property that you are interested in buying, but the bank actually vets the information that you have supplied them. They'll go through your payslips, they'll check your employment records, they'll go through your bank statements, and based on that, they will let you know whether or not they're willing to lend to you and how much you will be able to borrow. At the end of this conditional approval, they will state what are the last conditions that you need to meet. So this might be that you need to supply some additional paperwork for them to vet, but ultimately the only condition that you want to be remaining on that list is that you find a suitable property. With this type of approval, this is about as much peace of mind as you can get before going to auction or putting in an offer on a property. Now keep in mind, even with a conditional approval, this is not a guarantee that your loan will be approved at the end of the day. So always tread carefully. 
The last type of approval is what's known as a full approval or an unconditional approval. This means that the bank has vetted your situation, you have supplied all of the required paperwork, and you have now also given them a signed contract of sale. At this point, you will be issued with the full approval letter and the loan contract documents will be issued. Congratulations! Now, keep in mind that the banks will always reserve the right to rescind that loan offer or loan approval. And this can typically happen if your circumstances change from the point when the loan was approved to the date of settlement. Some examples can be losing your job or quitting your job, deciding to become self-employed or getting pregnant or taking on more debt. In these cases, the bank may decide that your ability to pay back the loan has been jeopardised and that they need to reassess your application. So always remember, once you have that hot approval in your hands, now is not the time to be making any major life-changing decisions. You heard the lady, no hasty decisions for you. Best of luck in your house hunting adventures and don't forget, all the advice given on this podcast is general and doesn't take into consideration your personal situation. So always make sure you seek your own independent financial advice. Thanks so much for joining us and I will catch you on Friday for another episode of Small Change.